now. Coming to you from a Midwestern hole in the United States. The Dollcast. Ladies and gentlemen, your host. Hey, you freaks! This is Roth, and welcome to the Dogcast. Yes, get your game faces on. You know, <laughs> okay, I haven't seen every James Bond film yet, but I was just coming up, uh, coming up here to record, and one of the Bond films are on. It wasn't a Connery one. It was a uh, I can't remember his name. Uh, but anyway, I, I came up. I, I before I came up here, I looked in, there was a scene, and earlier I had seen a scene where he was talking to the main girl of the film, you know, there's always some main girl, and they have some crazy name all the time, you know, and her last name is like, On the Top, you know, and he was like choked up like, uh, On the Top, you know, and so this scene I saw just before coming up, <clears throat> they were sitting there going at it, you know doing the birds and bees thing and uh <laughs> they they were like slamming each other against the wall she was like trying to break his ribs i think with her legs and slamming each other on the just oh and i couldn't think of <clears throat> anything except it's like over the top not on the top but it was just it was just funny anyway yeah this weekend has been amazing, and I haven't really done much outside of the house, uh, you know, grocery shopping and all that, but I got off the computer just not too long ago. How many of you actually check out beatboxing on YouTube? Oh my god, it's so fun. I could sit there and click for days from one beatbox to the video, from one video to the next, to the next, to the next, just over and over. I I love these things. It's it's really cool watching these people that are good at it, you know. There's never really anybody in my area that was really good at it. They could do it, you know, and it was cool, you know. People would <clears throat> have a beat going and then somebody would do some sort of freestyle rap over it. But nobody was really good at beatboxing, and I love watching it on YouTube. <clears throat> uh, speaking of which... <clears throat> Excuse me. You should check out this dude if you do like beatboxing and video games, of course. You should check out this guy. His name's <clears throat> like Hikaken. And uh, it's spelled H I K A K I N. And he's some Japanese dude. And he'll, he's done like Mario music. He's done Tetris. That Tetris one, I could watch <clears throat> over and over. It's like. Only 46 or 49 seconds, but it's great. And you know he does the the hum through the nose thing while he's doing the beat, and it's pretty cool. And you can tell on that very one of the very last notes where it's really high, and he couldn't <laughs> get exactly that high, but he he does a great job. So check him out. I just finally subscribed to him. I just noticed I wasn't. And all this time I thought I was, and he didn't upload any new videos, but <clears throat> he he uploaded some new one just about a day ago of Donkey Kong. So, 
Yeah, he cocking. He's pretty good. Pretty good. I like him. Oh, what to talk about? What to talk about? Well, first of all, I'm celebrating. I'm actually, hold on, hold on. Yes, I am celebrating because I finished the game today. The game that I, you know, started just about, what, a week and a half, two weeks ago, said, I said, I need to get something small to work on just so I can get back into the game, get back into programming. I, I need to work on my coding, get back into it, and just start slamming away. So I picked a game, and I haven't even said this yet, but it was a port of a game. And it was a Master System game, Sega Master System, which I have deep love for. That's, you know, if Nintendo Entertainment System didn't exist, the Sega Master System would have been my number one. <clears throat> but, uh, so I, I, you know, that was the first thing that popped in my head, too. I was like, well, I want to make a game to get back in the groove, and I want to make a smaller game. So, you know, the first thing I thought was, well, there's that Snail Maze game. And then I thought, well, there's those card games, you know, like My Hero and stuff like that. <clears throat> and I finally went ahead and just went with that Snail Maze game because, you know, it's small enough. So there you go. The game I worked on, and I, you can't call it a port because I didn't take the existing code. I did take the existing graphics, I, but I didn't take the existing code and change it into 6502. <clears throat> I just played it a bunch and coded it how I saw it, kind of like what, you know, I was working on with that GoGo 13, which I'll finish someday. But, you know, that's that's what I did. I just took it, played it a bunch, and said, okay, here's how I think it can be done. And it, it I'll tell you right now, it turned out great. You guys can go right now over on slidogstudios.org on the right-hand bar where it says play the games... I have it up at the snail maze game, and uh, I'm really proud of the way it turned out. It's it's pretty close, I think, in terms of the gameplay. Uh, <clears throat> one one thing that didn't match up exactly how I wanted it was when you go from one round to the other, the sprites disappear off screen, like the music plays, and I think it's like somewhere within the last note, like somewhere halfway between the last note that plays in the music, the sprites disappear then. But I didn't get it quite worked out well, as well as I wanted to match up to that. So the sprites actually disappear sooner, a lot sooner. But it's still the overall same effect, I guess. But that's one little nitpick I had. <clears throat> uh, I changed the very last tune where you beat it, because when you beat the game... You know, it plays the jingle of beating a level, and then it plays the conquered music. And I took that music, and I, it's the exact same notes and everything, but I made the second set of uh, triplet-sounding notes. I took those and extended them a little farther to be more like, da, 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 you know, instead of da, da, da. Like, I, I, I drug them out a little more. And, uh... <clears throat> Oh, let's see. What what else to talk about with it? Uh, the intro. 
the intro. <laughs> okay. You know when you turn on the Sega Master System, that little logo pops up, or any the the Genesis, the logo pops on screen somehow. You know, like sometimes Sonic will run by and Sega will appear underneath it, and it'll be like whoop, and then it'll do the Sega, or you know with the Master System it did the notes, the doo doo. Well, I I I was like, yeah, I want to make this splash screen. I really wanted to. There were times where I thought maybe I won't do it. But I finally said, I have to. There's a Sega font out there, you know, that I could use. And I did. I downloaded the Sega font. And I used that. And manipulated it a little bit after typing it out and resizing and all this jazz. And it turns out great. Like on the Master System, all the letters appear out of blackness. Like, it's just all dark and they shift to the right out of nothingness. And... There wasn't any real way I could think of to do it. I'm sure there is a way to do it on the NES, but uh, I, I couldn't think of a quick way or anything. Because, you know, this is at the very end. I waited until the very end to do it. And so it's kind of just slopped in there. But, you know, I like I said, I've seen where Sonic will run on screen. I think it's Sonic. And, like, Sega will appear behind him when he reaches mid-screen. So I just did the thing where the tiles lay from left to right, and it's it's quick enough to where it's like, whoop, you know, I put the little sound effect in there. It's not as high-pitched as the actual Sega one, but it, uh, it works. And then the next couple of notes, the Sega, turned out uh, not sounding so great, because I think with me starting at a lower tone and I see I think a higher tone is needed during the Sega part because it's like whoop Sega and my tone was lower because you know I always go for uh, a lower tone with the uh, squares with the squares so it didn't turn out exactly perfect with the notes on that part but it's pretty cool because it spreads on the screen sly dog <laughs> instead of Sega Sly Dog and then uh, <clears throat> once the second part of notes are about to start the rest of the words pop on screen you know Sly Dog Studios 2012 and the, the little logo that uh, my buddy Sean drew up a couple years back and uh, so that turned out great and uh, with the title screen you know originally on the Master System what happened was if you turned on the system without a cartridge in or if the cartridge wasn't seated properly then you would get this this message it would pop up it would say welcome to the Sega Master System and you know it would have these steps telling you how to actually operate the game how to make it work or whatever and there's this thing that says round in time you're like huh but it turns out if you press up and buttons one and two at the same time, all of a sudden a screen scrolls on and it's a maze and you're, that's where you control the snail going through a maze. And so with the title screen, what I did, you know, obviously you know, it's not this system, but I, I put on the top, you know, welcome to the Nintendo Entertainment System. And then uh, I put uh, the name of the game, just Snail Maze Game in regular font. 
and I put push up B and A because I wanted to keep it similar to the other one, you know, with up one and two. So that's how you start the game with up B and A. And then instead of words telling you how to do stuff, <clears throat> I have the little smallish credits that are going on, which entail me programming, uh, drag. He he has a uh, sound engine that he created. Uh, the first iteration <clears throat> is what I usually use, or I have used so far, Drag NSF1. And then Sean, he did a bit of testing, and he drew up the logo, so I threw him in SC Picket. And then the label, which will be coming soonly, is by Kevin Hanley from Kahan Games. So, uh, that's how the title screen was. Uh... Let's see, the music, I, I did I did the music very similarly, I, I used the same gameplay music, and all the same musics throughout the game, you know, there's only three real jingles, but, uh, like I do with most tunes, if I want to recreate them, I try and add a little more to it, or make it a little edgier, even though it's like the exact same notes and everything, but you know, I, I like to use an instrument that makes it sound better and then uh like the drums you know i threw in a snare beat because before on the master system version it's just like what is it it's like closed hi-hat open hi-hat closed closed hi-hat open hi-hat well instead of the open hi-hats i put in something to sound more percussive like a snare or something you know it's still just a regular noise channel but you know i wanted that extra you know, it's music, like, oh, there's a beat here, not just a rhythm. There's a beat in the rhythm, I, if you understand what I mean. Uh, man, I, I learned a lot, kind of. I, like, there wasn't a lot of things that went against what I already know, but there were some, some cool things that I had never really messed with. Sprite Zero, I had talked about before. And, you know, it has it stays at the top where it says Welcome to the Nintendo Entertainment System and has the uh, the round and the time. So it's a little bit of a status bar, but, you know, getting, to things, getting things to scroll on screen was really cool. Uh, and it happens over and over and over. And actually, I had to work around that sprite zero hit thing when I put the splash screen in because it was messing things up in the in the uh what's it called the stack it was trashing the stack and uh yeah but uh the background collision oh man that turned out just like i planned because see here's what what it's like i notice when you play the game and you just press the any direction once just tap it the snail moves eight tiles which is the size of a sprite which is the size of a background tile and so I thought, well, this should be easy collision detection. Uh, I looked inside the ROM of the original ROM of uh, uh, the Snail Maze game. And there were only like five tiles, five, six, like unique tiles that are used for the maze. So what I did was I left the mazes uncompressed in the ROM and... I, I did a lookup with your coordinates, and what I did was you check what tile you're on, and whatever direction you press, it checks 
to see if you can go up if you press up you know it's like can can the character leave this tile no so if you can't then it does nothing you just sit there but if you press up and and the game reads it and says okay the character can leave this tile then it checks the next tile up to make sure that it's that you can enter that tile because you know there's different different things like uh one of the tiles is on the bottom ah okay i'm getting too too intricate and it's not going to be visible so i'm not going to explain it but that's why i did you just test the tile you're on and then the tile you're trying to go to that's it and it worked out perfectly exactly how I, how i thought it should uh and that was where i had to do the pointer to pointer to pointer thing Ugh, that pyramid of pointers that was a, a headache but once once it got set up it flowed great so i'm i'm really happy with that and that's pretty much the the only stuff i really learned out of the experience you know the sprite zero hit uh a way to do background collision with the actual tiles and using more than just a pointer to a pointer it's pointer to pointer to pointer so that was interesting uh so yeah it's on there slidedogstudios.org check it out snail maze game it's up for free i'll uh i had considered trying to see if people would you know like to purchase a run of carts but you know there's a lot of fascinating more sophisticated games coming out right now the two that i'm talking about are of course assimilate by asylum games uh who i talked about i think last week i i just talked about them not too long ago and then gradual games i believe it's called uh which i i i'm pretty sure i made a link to at the bottom you know in the links on the right hand bar and they're they're coming out with that uh i think it's called nomalos something about like st- storm the Catsel instead of castle because you're a cat. I think it's Storm the Catsel, but it looks interesting too. It's a good platformer, and you know I thought with these two games, amazing looking games coming out right now, it'd just be it it suck to try and see if people wanted to buy these on a cart because you know it's just it's just a little game, and uh, it would look like you know shovelware comparatively. So, it's out there. I'm going to work on getting the source code out there. I want to comment some of it. Uh, I might not finish commenting all of it because I'm just really bad about commenting. And eventually I get really bad or really tired of commenting code. And it's like, ah, whatever. But eventually I'll release the source. It should be sometime soon. And I'm waiting on a label right now. And it'll be out whenever it's done. Uh, but right now you can download the ROM and you can play it live on the internet. If you have a good connection and, sh- and stable connection, it should run fine with the VNES emulator, Virtu- Virtual NES. Which you can find that at virtualnes.com for your very own website if you want. Uh, one little thing before I bring up something that I've had on my mind... NintendoAge.com Are you a game collector? Are you a gamer? Do you like to hang out with people? 
like you that like video games, retro video games, well, you can go there to NintendoAge.com and trade games if you want. On the forums, you can trade, buy, sell. You can make collection lists. They have a nice collection tool that has Sega games and Nintendo games, all the systems. You can make conquered lists, anything you want. It's absolutely amazing. Dane, who is awesome, an awesome admin, by the way. All the, all, ad, blah, 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 all the admins are... Hold on. Let me wet my mouth. All the admins are awesome. And Dane made that collection tool. He is the man. So... Go to NintendoAge.com. If you want to get together with other people and not be a douche, don't be a douche. Or else you'll get turned away. All right. Now, here's something that I had on my mind. <clears throat> the other day, I posted on Twitter the uh, how I imagine writing out Friday the 13th. That music when you're outside. You know, the... You know, I typed that out and I was thinking about it. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, it's so repetitive and dull. But it's actually one of those songs that goes well with the gameplay. You know, it's not something that you put in your headphones. You're like, oh, yeah, I'm rocking out to this. I'm rocking out to this, like, six-second clip that repeats. Yeah! It's nothing like that. But, you know, when you're playing the game, it fits so perfectly. So perfectly. And that was something I was thinking about, how I was trying to accomplish with NES Virus Cleaner. The music isn't, you know, phenomenal at all it has you know I like to mess with rhythms you know I'm not real good with lead stuff I'm you know I play bass so I lean towards rhythm and uh, I wanted to keep things high paced energetic you know and not rely so much on oh this is gonna be catchy I wanted to have a little bit of catchiness but like just something that kept the pace of the game going and I think I accomplished it uh, personally, I think I did. And I was thinking about games like that, and one that comes to mind immediately is Bad Dudes. Now, the music is pretty good, I think, but when you're actually playing it and you're walking, like the, the I think there's a couple of different gameplay musics, but take the uh, one where you're walking by yourself. I think it's when this the game is scrolling by itself. It plays a different music. But the games, or the levels where you walk on your own and scroll, you know, you scroll the screen on your own while walking, it has this really cool music. I can't hum it. It's like that, that, you know, and it's really cool. And it goes so well with the way your character walks, the way the screen scrolls, the way the enemies, everything fits so perfect with that music. It's amazing to me. And it's really cool, like when you get to those parts like on uh, the forest level, when you get to those parts where you're walking and it stops, the screen stops scrolling, and then you beat a few characters and then the screen starts scrolling down, dude, the music is just perfect 
on those parts, no matter where the music starts at, while it's scrolling down and you're standing there and can't move, it's perfect. I just think it's awesome. It's, <laughs> it's just something that I've had in mind. You know, people will say, oh, that music isn't very good. But sometimes you got to put the music to the graphics and the gameplay, and then you get the intent out of it, I think. And sometimes I think it works. I, that's all I really had to say about that. It's just something I had on my mind. Anyway, that's it. I'm wrapping up this dog cast. Remember, go there, slidedogstudios.org. Over there in the bottom right, or on the right-hand bar, Snail Maze Game. Hook it up. Let people know. Tell them, hey, go play that game. Yeah, they might like it. I like it. Because, well, I grew up playing it over at my buddy's house. <laughs> so, yes. Alright, well, freaks, I'll uh, get to commenting on this code. And... That's what I'll start doing and getting to Illusion of the Dead. I know a lot of you are waiting on that. I will get to it. It's coming up soon. Alright, freaks. Take it easy. And if you catch me slipping, tell Kevin. <laughs>